Trick of the Play, a cash team production, is looking for actors and singers to fill several slots for this upcoming live play. For more information, please call 216-394-8926. That's Sugar the Play, auditions at 216-394-8926. Fighting critters in the front yard ever feel like you're in the front lines? You buy tons of name brand can killers that swear up and down they'll take out the problem first spray. Well, our intel says otherwise. Forget all that. Call us, Old Colony Pest Control. Tell them that Red Revere sent you. We handle commercial and residential pest control needs. Take care of anything from ants, roaches, ticks, mosquitoes, rats, and more. No wildlife or termites at this time. Call us at 774-400-5993, and we'll bring in the big guns. One day, Alex and Sam were mucking around on their phones. Then Sam had an idea. I'll take a picture. What if they sent a picture of Alex's willy to their friend Katie? You know, the kind that disappears in a few seconds. When Katie saw it, she thought it was very funny. So she screen grabbed the picture and sent it to her friends. And they sent it to theirs. And the next day at school... Alex even got a message from a bully. He then got one from a man he didn't know. Sometimes, children share things they shouldn't online. And the effects can be devastating. Help keep your child safe. Search Share Aware. This is Vianna Marie, and you're listening to Hoobazoo.com. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, raw, dog. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey, chicken, turkey. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, raw, dog. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey, rabbit. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, greens, beans, greens, beans, 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 greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, 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 beans, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, chicken, You name it, you name it, you name it, you name it. All right, your boy, Sinister One, broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to The Booth. Happy Thanksgiving. That has become the Happy Thanksgiving anthem heard pretty much right now all over the world. You know, that swayed the remix God, taking a little Shirley Caesar there. 
beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, hogs, dogs, chicken. You made it. <laughs> we are just two days away from uh, being obscene with gluttony. And uh, Matt Judon, I was trying to actually get the clip because Matt Judon at a press conference, he went on this rant about how mac and cheese is overrated and shouldn't be allowed at the dinner table on Thanksgiving. And he even went as far as mentioning black people and how his whole family likes mac and cheese. And he's like, it's just cheese and, and elbows. And he just went on this, this epic rant about mac and cheese and how we should remove it and how those who are lactose and tolerant can't stand it and people taking up the bathroom so it's pretty funny if you haven't seen it yet uh, go on youtube after you watch this show and check out matt judon's rant about mac and cheese at the press conference today it was pretty funny pretty hilarious good stuff and if you're heading over to youtube or you're watching the show on youtube right now make sure you click and smash the subscribe button to subscribe to our show the booth well since one Productions, my show the booth but i do have a lot of people who come on this show from time to time as special guests like R squared and ken diesel crystal tyson i've had some people on that are regular guests and it's just great stuff julian Oh, what's up, Julian Lynchfield? Happy Monday, everyone. Actually, it's happy Tuesday, Julian. Tuesday nights, the booth, 7 p.m. But thank you for tuning in, Julian Lynchfield. Kind of my nephew, you know, you want to say he's he's kind of my nephew. So giving a big shout out, Vianna Marie in the chat. Happy Thanksgiving. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And, um, you know, like I said, Thanksgiving is here. Next couple of days are going to be filling up on Almost every single thing that we can eat. So I'm ready to go. Uh, I want to give a big thanks to last week's special guests. None. <laughs> there were no special guests last week. I did the show solo. I'm doing the show solo this week. Getting ready to wind down the year. So I haven't really booked any people to come on the show um, to close out the year. We will have Ken Diesel and Art Squared on the show to close out their last month of the year so we will have that and uh crystal tyson is one of the guests of the book that was booked a while back she's going to come on and do a year-end show with me and talk about all the stuff that went on during the year we're going to touch base on this britney spears stuff that's going on and of course you know these people are all trying to get me to watch tiger king i've got some stuff in the news booth in regards to that got some breaking news to talk about but first let's get into my sponsors michael douglas barretto mdb electronics if you need your controller repaired or replaced this is the guy to get it out to within 24 48 hours he'll have it back you'll be back to gaming a lot of good games coming out um xbox just released 70 backwards compatible titles uh to end the program backwards compatible is coming to an end so they just dropped like 70 games from the original Xbox to the previous Xboxes prior to this one that you can play. One of the games that has hit that I never actually really got to play is um, the 50 Cent game that had come out. So the 50 Cent game is hit on Game Pass, is backwards compatible. So you want to check that out and see what that's all about. Vian Marie's music is heard everywhere, streaming live online, everywhere. Make sure to support her. She's got some new music coming out. She's been teasing it on her Facebook page. She's got a uh, cut that's been unveiled on the Astronomer mixtape that just came out. So you want to make sure to head over and check out the Astronomer mixtape over at Audio Mac, uh, where you can download and show your support there for that mixtape. Tactical target systems. Again, if you see me at the range, 
practicing, getting ready for the zombie and robotic apocalypse. That's Robbie. <laughs> As I said, I, you know, I'm more, I'm more worried about the zombie apocalypse and robotic apocalypse than I am a race riot or race war. Trust and believe me, because there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with automation that you people don't realize that is really heading towards where a lot of these dystrophy movies go. Also, Reberom.com, that's my cousin's clothing line. You want to make sure to check their, her out. That's my cousin's website. Want to take care of her and go over there and check it out. Uh, Vianna Marie actually just dropped the link to listen to the Estradinia mixtape in the chat. So you guys can click on that and head on over there and check that out. And if you guys are checking out my shirt, I hosted an event with Amber Smith and we did it at the Whitman VFW. It was Operation Hope for the Home Front. It was to raise funds for veterans with PTSD. I was joined by Travis Partington from Oscar Mike Radio. Richard Fitz was there. Um, 21 Years Folded Flag from that film. He was there. We had a good time. Vianna Marie showed up there, did some karaoke. It was it was a good time. Uh, videos are all up on my Facebook page if you want to see me. But this was the shirt from that event. So I wanted to make sure I got this shirt out there to show you guys. Um, my support from Saturday night. Also, Carl Bunnell, veteran-owned business, residential and commercial, 774-400-5993. Old Colony Pest Control. It's that time of the year where mice and other critters are trying to get warm, so they're coming into your house. And if you hear scratching in your ceilings and things of that sort, then you definitely want to reach out to him and get him out there to take care of any problems that you may have. Uh, Vianna Marie also just dropped a YouTube link in there to that Mixtape also, so if you guys want to get up there and show your support and blow that up, okay? Um, in the news booth, man, let's get it going. Amazon Fresh is to open their first grocery store in Massachusetts. If you guys haven't heard about Amazon, Amazon opened up some grocery stores out in the West Coast in California. They're taking off. It's, uh, it's supposed to completely change your shopping experience. It's going to be almost pretty much similar to what Stop and Shop has, where there's pretty much almost no more cashiers in some Stop and Shops. Um, what's going to happen is, is if you have an Amazon account, your debit card is already in there. So you'll go into the store, log into your Amazon account, you'll put all your items into your cart, and as you drive your cart through these sensors, the cart will scan all the stuff in your um, cart, and it will take the money right off the debit card that you have stored in your Amazon account. So guess what? There's pretty much no lines, no wait. And, you know, it's supposed to be effortless. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, they're taking jobs and this and that. And, and I get it. I know there's there's a lot of jobs that people are saying they're taking. But guess what? As we head further into automation, there's going to be some jobs that they're just going to be automated you know, there's sometimes that I hate the fact that jobs are being anim automated and we're losing these jobs. But then I hate to say it, there's times when you go to some stores and you're like, man, I wish they had self-checkout. Because just the attitude of some people and the way it is today. I went into 7-Eleven the other day. 7-Eleven now has automated machines just like Cumberland Farms now. So instead of, because like, one of, and I hate to say it, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. When I go to the store, it are people who buy lottery tickets and they can't decide which tickets they want so here i am with a 99 cent coffee and i want to get to work and i got a guy in front of me and he's standing there looking at the lottery ticket board taking talking about i want a uh, number 22 
give me five of the 31s, and then I'm going to play a number front and back and blah, blah. Yo, just automate that whole that whole thing. The lottery, get, get them out. Get them out my way. I need to get my 99-cent coffee. So instead of waiting behind this guy who can't make up his mind which lottery tickets he wants, I can just scan my barcode on my coffee cup and pay with my debit card or my smart pay or my Apple pay and be on my way. I, I hate to say it, but that's, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. There's, there's, there's a lot of pluses and minuses, but convenience is you know and being able to speed up that process is is a much better thing um it's coming so it's coming so amazon opened its first grocery store it's going to be in saugus it's the the location that used to be a big y and they've already they're already building so um there's no date as to when they're going to open but I might even make that trip out to Saugus just to check it out. So Amazon Groceries is going to be opening up in Saugus. It's called Amazon. The actual name of the stores are called Amazon Fresh. Amazon Fresh. Holiday Horror. I don't know if you guys seen this story here. This is in Wakusha, Wisconsin. A guy drove his SUV through a Christmas parade, uh, killing five people, injuring 48 he was being chased by the police. I guess he was involved in the fight. And, you know, he had just been. So the problem here is that he had just been let out on, on bond, on, on jail bail. And the guy had been arrested like twice. He was out on two bails already. And he got into trouble again. Just it was like mere a mere week or so that this man was already arrested before. And now he's taken the lives of five people. Some of these people injured were children. Some of the people injured and in, in, in I believe died were from the Dancing Grannies dance troupe that was there that was performing. Just a real tragic situation. And there was actually a Democrat who made a comment, and now the Democratic Party is moving away from her, and they've now denounced her from the Democratic Party. But she made a comment and said, because this was Wisconsin, and she said these people were paying for the sins of Rittenhouse getting acquitted. And I'm like, if you're a politician, that's the most absolutely stupidest thing to say you know, this is that, you know, that religious type belief, you know, eye for an eye type stuff. She's now been denounced from the Democratic Party and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, Brian Laundry, breaking news just before we came on the air about maybe an hour, maybe two hours ago. Brian Laundry autopsy report has been released. He died from a gunshot wound to the head. And this doesn't surprise me that he was found with a gunshot wound to the head because his parents were real, you know, they were they they really helped the FBI and everybody out in this case. And I feel like they knew what their son was going to do. I think his their son did confess to killing Gabby Petro. Um, and I think, you know, he told them where they was going, which is how they found the body, because the parents gave them gave them the information. So it looks like that, you know, he shot himself in the head over that guilt. For killing his at that time his you know his girlfriend fiance, and um, that brings a tragic end to this story that you know burned in our heads uh, for most of this year. So Brian Laundry, yes, suicide, gunshot wound to the head, and I'm sure that will exonerate his parents from any type of charges. And I'm pretty sure, like I said, I, I believe they gave the information. So. Heading into the legal booth, I've got some questions and stuff here to talk about. But I think I'm going to save a lot of these for when Ken and R squared are coming on because we got a lot of these things that are coming up in the legal booth. And I really think that it's a show that we really need to talk about and touch base on in regards to a lot of these cases and things that are going on um, in regards to race 
and it, it's a big issue. It, you know, it's a big issue how cases were unfair back in the 70s, 60s, 80s. You know, it, and a lot of men were put into jail because of their color and, and their lives were ruined while other people, you know, defense attorneys or prosecutors, you know, they went on the political jobs because they landed this big murder charge that they were able to get guilty and, and, and they just manipulated evidence and all this crazy stuff, all this crazy stuff. We're going to talk, I think I'm going to save a lot of these to talk with Ken in R squared. I think I'm going to have a special show. I might drop all the other topics for that night. We'll touch base on some relevant stuff, but I want to really get into the meat and potatoes of this type of conversation because Ken Diesel is a defense attorney, so I'm pretty sure he can speak very highly on this. Um, as he went to school during, you know, that, that coming up during that time. So it should be pretty interesting to see what Ken's take is and pretty interesting to see what R Squid would say. But in the legal booth, Massachusetts judge orders statewide exclusion of breathalyzer tests as evidence in OUI cases pending review. In other words, they are now stopping the results of OUI tests. The reason why is because they're not taking care of the breathalyzer units as they should be. In other words, they're probably not sending them out to be calibrated as they should be or cleaned or whatever. If they're not doing this, that means that there are people out there that could be ending up with false positives, wrong readings, and all of that sort. So this goes all the way back to Dooku. How's it going, John Hayes? What's up, man? Thank you for tuning in. This goes all the way back to Ms. Dooku, who tampered with evidence and stuff, and she had a drug, a drug addiction. So OUIs might end up a lot of... OUIs, depending how far they can go back, might be turned over. Um, people might have things thrown out that they had in the past. I mean, how do you recover? Can you ask for the monies back that you had to pay for all the classes that you had to take to get your license back and all that stuff? But, you know, this is this is a big issue. So I'm going to table this. I'm going to hold this for Ken. I'm going to talk about this in a couple of weeks when these guys come on the show. And we're going to really get into this, this one. This is one of the ones we're going to talk about. Also, Oklahoma, um, uh, Oklahoma Governor... Grants clemency to Julius Jones, spares him his life on the day of his execution. If you guys don't remember, we actually talked about this on our show a while back. We talked about this with R Squared and how he said that we need we really need to pay attention to this case. We really make need to make sure that clemency is granted because he was pretty much railroaded. Uh, John Hayes says in the chat, my understanding is that because of this problem that they're having with these machines, that they're going to be a lot of cases overturned. Yes, and that's and that's pretty much what I think I'm going to talk with Ken when I have Ken on this show. He's a defense attorney. I'm pretty sure he will be able to speak on this uh, since Ken has probably helped, you know, has handled some of these cases with some of these people. And we're going to see what's going to be going on because if the if the state whoever's in charge of these machines aren't properly handling these machines, then you know that then. They're going to have to throw out a lot of these cases. So it's going to be real interesting. John Hayes, I, this is the first time, second time I've seen you in the chat. Uh, you might be on your way to winning a shirt from ILoveBostonSports.com. I had my first winner last week from out of the country, from the UK. Uh, he was a man who came in here, and I got to give his shirt out to him before the end of the year. Also, Supreme Court takes up the Crystal Kaiser case. This here is a case that everybody is really focusing on. And it's, guess where it is, people? Kenosha. If you didn't hear this story, Crystal Kaiser was a minor. She was abducted and taken into sex trafficking by this gentleman. I forget the, the, the guy's name is, but 
she got away from him and she actually killed him, shot him. And now she's on trial because they're trying that the prosecutors are trying to say that she robbed this guy when she was a teenager. She wasn't. This guy was holding her against the will. He had her in sex trafficking and she self-defense. So it's almost similar to the whole Kyle Rittenhouse argument. So everybody is watching this case. They're trying to see what's going on. It sucks because they've, they've brought race into this matter also because the man that had brought her into the sex trafficking is white. Um, she was a young black girl. She was taken away and she was able to escape, but she killed, you know. So it's a crazy, crazy story. So if you, if you guys haven't heard this story, Crystal Kaiser is the case to look up. Do your homework on it. It is insane. Um, so hopefully, hopefully justice is due and she ends up being acquitted of these murder charges. It's, it's horrible. And this guy had already had a record for sexual assault and all of these different things. So, man, we'll see what happens. Dave Haggerty, what's going on? I see you in the chat. Great pictures of Dave Haggerty in his shirt from MyLoveBostonSports.com. I showed it at the end of the show last week. I'll be showing it again this week. He is the most recent winner. And as I said, I got a winner from the UK. Also, with the verdict behind him, Kyle Rittenhouse is killing it. And I don't really... So the press this week... The press... The main, main, major multimedia press. Yo, this week, you all piss me off. Piss me off. There's stuff that's being done right now that's just so unprofessional by mainstream media that just pisses me off and gives everybody a bad name. With his verdict behind him, MSN.com, Kyle Rittenhouse is killing it. We don't have to use that. Everything's about shock and clickbait now. It's about trying to get people to click it and get all those all those statistics and analytics to the website. He's not killing nothing. Here's what the BS thing is with Kyle Rittenhouse right now. Um, John Hayes says that's just insane. Young lady had to do what she had to do to get away from the sexual predator. And this is how the government treats it. Yes, it's a crazy story. It's a crazy story. So people who don't know this story, please go check it out. Again, I'm going to hold this one for Ken and R squared to break it down in case they don't come to a verdict yet. Uh, with the verdict behind them, Kyle Rittenhouse is killing it. So this story is about... If you guys are unfamiliar or not, and didn't know this, so Fox News and Carson Tucker, they were following Kyle during this whole trial. He had camera team assigned to him because they're making a documentary about this trial. Now, for me, we already saw what happened with George Zimmerman making money off of his situation. I feel like the judge in this case, first of all, Okay, a judge acquitted Kyle, but I feel like the judge should have also said, okay, nobody's going to be able to make money off this tragic incident, but he didn't. So the word is now, and Fox is already backpedaling now that the news is out there, they're saying no money changed hands. This is what this is what Fox News is saying. No money changed hands. They were strictly just following Kyle during this whole thing to make this documentary. Tucker Carlson He's already got the exclusive to this big interview with him, which is supposed to take place next Monday. Now, for those who don't know about Fox and, and Tucker Carlson, you know, this is this is a guy who's been spreading a lot of misinformation. Um, he's, you know, sided himself with Trump people and, and people that, you know, that have caused a lot of problems. So I think it's, you know, Kyle's defense attorney had already had said he had wished there were things that Kyle wouldn't do when he gets out. And this is one of the things that his defense attorney was saying. You know, there was the defense attorney was 
pissed that we had two congressmen offer Kyle Rittenhouse congressional intern jobs. What kind of what kind of BS is that? What kind of BS is that? He killed two people, wounded one. And he's offered a congressional internship. Really? Really? I I, I Jesus Tap dancing Christ. Tap dancing Christ. And and it bothers me. It bothers me because we're sitting here with, you know, black men and and people of color who, you know, they're treated wrong. They serve their time. They get out. They can't even get a job at Burger King. You know, it's just crazy. And this is the type of stuff that we're going to talk about. But yes, so they're doing this documentary, Fox News. It's going to come out. It's going to be on this whole trial. And what would have happened if he had lost? What would have happened if he had gotten the guilty charge? Would Fox still come out with this documentary if he was found guilty? I'd love to know that one. You know, it's almost kind of like they're rubbing it in the faces of everybody. And Ahmaud Arbery, that case is going on. We're waiting for the jury to come back with that one. So we're going to keep our eyes on that one because that's the one that I really feel that we needed to keep our eyes on. I feel like Kyle Rittenhouse was Jedi mind tricks so we're not watching the actual real case that we should all be paying attention to, which is the Ahmed Arbery trial. That's the one that I believe that we should really be paying attention to. And also, Maxine Geisler, or whatever her name, Geising, she's on trial right now, but because it's a federal court case and it's in federal court, they can't have any cameras in there, but that one is right underneath the radar. Um, She's involved with the sex trafficking and, you know, her boyfriend, you know, hung himself. <laughs> yeah, right. Hung himself in a federal pe- prison. Sure he did. Um, also, again, I'm going to move this on to talk with Ken Diesel and R Squared. Four black men who were accused of rape are granted full justice 72 years later. Um, all three of these gentlemen are no longer with us. Two of these gentlemen were handcuffed by a sheriff. And the, and, and, and the sheriff said that they tried to break out of their handcuffs and get out the car. And they ended up dead. Um, another one of these gentlemen was a military guy who was grabbed up by an angry mob and they killed him. So what happened was is that these these gentlemen, the Groveland Four, they were accused of um, raping a white woman and and her and and her husband. They were together, I guess. Supposedly they broke down, and these men were accused of this heinous crime and they never did it. And because of you know technology and science that we have today, that uh, they've been exonerated. There's no evidence. And they've been granted full justice. Again, I'm going to table this conversation. We're going to talk to Ken and ask Wade about this next week. Also, Kevin Strickland, he was the longest man in jail, 43 years in prison, the longest wrongful conviction. He was accused of murder of a white person. He had an all-white jury, and he himself spent 43 years in prison. How do you get that back? How do you, the, 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 I just talked to you about three stories where people were, it's just sad. It's just crazy that this is this way. It's just unbelievable. So let's see what happens here. I'm going to table this one too for these guys, okay? Britney Spears bans her mom, Lynn, from entering her Los Angeles home. She flew all the way from Louisiana. Britney Spears. And I'm going to save this one. We're going to talk about this when we have Crystal on. Crystal Tyson's going to be on in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Britney Spears, ever since she's gotten her freedom, 
if you guys have been paying attention to Instagram, Sam Agashri, that the 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 fiance, he's an asshole. I'm just gonna say that right now and excuse my language, but he's an asshole. And I feel like this guy is now doing exactly what he wanted to do, and that was take her away from her family. I I feel like that this is he he wants to take her away from her family. He made some comments, he threw some shade at Justin Bieber this week in regards to the AMAs and the Janet Jackson special that just came out, and he threw some shade at Justin Timberlake. And it's funny that he's now very vocal um, as they come out of this conservatorship. And I feel like, you know, this guy is getting her away from her family. He's in her head like any other abuser or or somebody with power. You know, making decisions for her. There's no, there's no more conservatorship. So you know, everybody's like, "Well, sign a prenup." I've seen all these people sign a prenup before. You, guess what? When he gets married, a prenup doesn't mean nothing until they get divorced. A prenup don't mean shit until they're divorced. While they're happily married, and he can convince her to whatever crazy stuff he wants to live through her, that money is gonna be spent, people. You can tell her all you want to sign a prenup, but your dumb hashtag free Britney dumbasses don't get it. Prenup only protects her in the divorce. This dude is with her, and as long as he's with her, he's going to be spending her money left and right. You all saw the Instagram. Oh, he bought me an island. Oh, he Sam bought me an island. He loved, Sam ain't got no island money. Come on now, and they're all in the chat talking about, oh, he loves you, oh, you got a good man, oh, this and that. Look, look, Sam was doing Gap commercials. He ain't making island money. Smarten up, people. That's her money. He bought that island with Britney money. Smarten the hell up. Y'all, y'all, hashtag Britney, free Britney. Dumbasses. Dumbasses, man. It pisses me off. And now, I'm pretty sure he has a lot to do with her not allowing her mother to her house, who all of a sudden now, she says, was the reason for the conservatorship because her dad was too stupid to even do it. Where did that come from? Where did that that come from? Because she was clinically diagnosed with dementia and her her beliefs. So somebody put that thought in her head, and I'm going to blame Sam. I'm going to say the fiancé is responsible for all this craziness that's going on with her. And she just come out and said she may not ever perform again. She's too scared. So all you hashtag free Britney fans who thought she was going to come out of this conservatorship and hit the road running with new music and all this other stuff. Guess what? It ain't going to happen. It probably will never happen. And, and she got her second speeding ticket in less than three months. Now, remember, she got her okay to, to, to herself to drive. The day she got her okay to drive, they cracked up the car on the minor fender bender. Then she got one speeding ticket after that. And then just last week, she got a second speeding ticket for doing 68 in a 40-mile-an-hour zone. And the, and the police officer let her off. Why? Why did you let her off? Her record is right there for you to see. But they let her off because she's Brittany. 60 in a 40. But if she was to hit somebody or she was to get in another accident and kill somebody, y'all would be, oh, dumbasses, man. Y'all don't see this. This, is, this isn't going to end good, people. This isn't going to end well at all. John Hayes says he's been using her the whole time and manipulating her how to spend her money in the future 
right now. Oh yeah, yep, exactly. It's gonna be. It's it's a sad story. It's mental health being exploited right in front of our eyes. And I've had a lot of people like, oh, you're obsessed with Britney. Why are you talking about Britney? I'm not. I'm, it's not about. It's not about Britney herself. It's about the exploitation of someone with a mental illness. And this this goes on. This goes on. My mother had a disease. My mother was exploited by her boyfriend. And that had to be nipped in the bud. My mom was elderly. My mom suffered from a rare disease and disorder. And she was exploited and used by a boyfriend who lived with her, who she thought mentally loved her. Until the cops had to be called and she was removed from the house and had to move in and live with me and I had to take care of her. And even until the day, till my mom passed, my mom still loved this man. Despite everything that everyone told her, my mom still, at the end of the day, loved this man mentally. So this this thing with Sam and her and her fiance and all this stuff and how she's going to get married now and she's got this big wedding coming and everybody, you know, Y'all saw it because the smart people ain't saying stuff. The smart people aren't saying stuff. You saw Christina Aguilera on the red carpet, right? At the, at the, um, the MTV, I think it was the MTV, uh, Spanish awards. And they tried to catch up Chris, Christina Aguilera to say some stuff about Britney Spears and her, pre- her, her press person was like, nah, we ain't getting into this right now. Nope. And she, all she said was, is I just, I feel for Britney. Go and look it up. Go and look up Christina Aguilera on the red carpet and you tell me what that says about Christina Aguilera. Cause she ain't talking about it because she knows that it ain't right. She knows it ain't right. How's it going, Kathy Keith? Thank you for joining the show. Tough stuff. Moving on. Into the entertainment booth. Battle of the Boston bands was at the AMAs on Sunday night. If you guys didn't see it, Boston was put at the forefront. New Edition, New Kids on the Block perform together on stage. New Edition is about to kick off their Las Vegas residency in Las Vegas. Can't wait. I'm excited. New Kids on the Block, Fenway Park, they did last year. And there's a rumor, a rumor that these two are heading out on the road together yet again. If they do that, I will be there. I can't wait. It's going to be a hell of a show. But if you guys want a little taste of what you may see if these guys do go on tour together please search this actually actually i'm gonna play it when we close out the show tonight i'm gonna close out the show with this performance from new edition and new kids on the block these guys put boston on the map they set the tone for every other boy band out there bts was there in attendance and bts was going out of their minds to see these guys perform the entire new edition crew was there. So please, please, please check it out. I'll actually going to play this for everybody at the end of the show tonight. So stick around and make sure to check this out. Also, I catch a lot of heat. I don't watch Tiger King. I've never watched it. I, I'm a hypocrite because I, I have no desire to watch the Tiger King show. It's headed into its second season and already they've got a second death. Of the show, Jeff Johnson, 58 years old, uh, he passed away of a suicide. Um, they're saying that he committed suicide. Now, this comes just a couple of months after Eric Crow was found in New York. He died from alcohol and drug abuse. Um, Eric Crow was also on the Tiger King show, and it's unconfirmed, but Carol 
Baskins is saying that she had some contact from the feds and saying that her husband is actually alive in Costa Rica. For those who don't know, her husband was tied up into some type of organized crime stuff, and it was rumored that the organized crime people had got to him and threw him out of a plane to his death. Um, If the feds are talking to her and letting her know that her husband is alive, maybe he flipped. Maybe he is in the witness protection program and maybe whoever is no longer a threat but I guess if you're going to watch Tiger King, the second season on Netflix, you'll find all this information out. I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> I was told that if I'm going to do good reporting, that I should be watching this. If I'm going to do good reporting so I can be <laughs> a, a good reporter. Um, again, I still have no reason to, to kind of watch it at this time. Ridley Scott is pissed in the entertainment booth. The Last Duel premiered on HBO Max. <laughs> John Hayes said, Duck Tiger King is more redneck than Duck Dynasty. Damn. Woo. Because Duck Dynasty is the red of redneck. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Kevin Jeffrey says, yo, I got a show at 8 p.m. I wanted to stop through and say hello. How dare you, Kevin Jeffries? I am the co-producer of Happy Hour with Lito. How dare you do a show at 8 o'clock on Tuesday night? It better be. I'm pretty sure it's for a good cause, but I'm not happy. <laughs> Kevin Jeffries, happy hour with Lido. His show is going to be coming back in a couple of weeks. Actually, he's got two shows he said he's got coming to close out the year before he kicks off his next season. So, Kevin Jeffries, love to see you. Come on, man. Great stuff. Uh, hope you have a good show at 8 o'clock. <laughs> And it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Again, Ridley Scott is pissed and says these millennials can't get their faces out of the phone long enough to enjoy a a period piece in regards to the film The Last Duel. Now, The Last Duel cost $20 million to make. It came out last week, and it only opened to HBO Max and cinemas with a measly $2 million opening. It's one of the biggest bombs of this year. And Ridley Scott is blaming the millennials. And and you know what? I I hate to say this, but as a as a DJ, as a DJ, he's kind of right. Because this generation and all the things that are out there have changed and ruined things, some things as we know it. As a DJ, you know, you used to go to an event and you used to play, you know, a song in its entirety. You know, you'd play a song, boom, a whole entire song, and people would dance to it on the dance floor. But because of things like Vine, which started, because Vine started it, and then it switched to TikTok, and and now everybody, because of TikTok and Snapchat and all these Instagram things, um, everybody gets everything in small doses. It's. I feel like I feel like today's technology is going to create a ton of people with no effing patience that's what i feel like i feel like all of the kids and people coming up today you know to sit through a two-hour movie is going to be hard because they've been given 30 second clips and doses you know and and i feel like that it's changing this generation and you see this in music you know the average song back in the day would be about four minutes be about three and a half to four minutes today a lot of people are putting out music that's like Two minutes, three minutes, under three minutes. Why? 
Because the whole song isn't getting played in the club because people don't want to hear a whole song in the club. You got you to gotta give them a tease of a song and then transition out of a song within a minute, a minute and a half. If I had any DJ on, they'll tell you. You'd be probably a minute and a half, you got a song playing, and then all of a sudden you got to get into another song. Because the people's thought process today, the younger generation, they want to be hit with something real quick because of this TikTok vine. It, it's crazy. Mm. So this is what Ridley Scott is upset about, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him. He's exactly right. People aren't going to sit through two hours of a movie if it's not cha- ever changing in their faces, and, 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 and you know, like an action film, or you know, it's it's crazy. I'm, 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 I believe him. I'm right there with Ridley Scott. I'm as a DJ, I'm right there, and I fear for this society within the next ten to fifteen years. Where are we going to be headed? Music. If you're listening to any new music today, what is all the new songs coming out are are trying to make their music. TikTok friendly. They're trying to do some type of crazy type of ear or eye grabbing transition, maybe 5, 10, 15 seconds into the song. Listen to all your music today. Why? Because if your song has that type of 5, 10, 15 second transition that people are just going to take and use on TikTok and blow your song up all over the place, people are producing their music. So it's TikTok friendly so they can get that possible hit. Smoking out the window is a great example. Smoking out the window. When he gets to the part and he says this bitch and pauses, that's TikTok friendly right there. That's genius producing of music. Because now everybody is out there and they want to be Anderson Park. It, 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 it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy how it's all changing. Society, music, movies. So Ridley Scott, I'm with you, man. I believe. I look. I I feel you. I feel you. And I'm gonna check out the Last Duel because I like I like period pieces. I like movies like that. So I'm probably going to sit back and enjoy it. But somebody younger is probably not going to like it. They're probably going to get about a half hour into it, get antsy, and they'll want to go. Like I said, it's going to create a whole. Don't get me started. I'm going to be on this for the rest of the effing night. (laughs) Gloria Shea, she's in the chat. Talk back. Uh, We showed the sugar promo for Sugar to Play. And uh, talk back with Gloria Shea. She's got our sports crew coming on her show December 11th, so you want to make sure to tune in on that on the 11th, and it'll be good stuff. Uh, Peacock! Let me get this up, boy! Let me get this up! Y'all been watching this show, and anybody who's been watching this show, I'm way ahead of the curve. I'm always way ahead of the curve. So a while back, I showed this fan-made trailer, which showed the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as a drama. And everybody was like, damn, where'd you get that? Oh, well, is that real? And at that time, I was like, nah, it's a fan-made trailer. It's not real. You know, this dude just released it, but it's getting a lot of buzz, blah, blah, blah. And what happened was, was that um, Will Smith's son, Jaden, saw it, showed it to his dad, and his dad was like, whoa. Whoa. I even talked about it on the show. I actually tried to get the kid who made the fan video 
on the show, but by the time I sent my stuff out, Will had already contacted this kid who made the fan-made video, and he was just blown away. And he said to the kid, look, I'm going to be executive producer of this show. We are going to make this show happen. And I've been showing this trailer for like the last two years. I want to say it's been about two years. And now I am proud to say today, Peacock, which has got the contract, is where this series will air. It's the version of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as a drama, as a drama, people. And um, I'm just going to get you in this trailer. And just remember, people, you heard about it here first on the booth. You've heard about this teaser right now here in the booth. So check out the exclusive release of the teaser for Peacock's Bel Air, the drama version of Fresh Prince. Here we go. This is a story all about how my life got flipped. Turned upside down. I looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne. Can't wait. Can't wait. No date has been announced. It will be here next year, but no exact date has been announced. So please, please, please keep following the show. I'm going to be posting any type of trailers and updates that come out. I've been talking about this show from day one, and I can't wait. I am ecstatic. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, I had somebody say to me, oh, I'm tired of the reboots. No, this isn't a reboot, bro. They're taking a, a comedy sitcom and making it a drama. It's something that's never been done in television history. This is the first time that this has ever happened. If it's a success, Will Smith, man, I I, I applaud you. I applaud you. Uh, heading into the sports booth, and let me check on my time here, 747, moving right along here. Hey, Shenya Corsa. Had him on the show. He is the CEO for A7FL. He came on this show to talk about Boston getting their first no-pad tackle football team. Guess what they just did? They just released their uniform and team name for Boston, which starts out April of next year. The Boston Red Claws is the name of the team. I already said I need this jersey in my life. I want to be wearing this jersey Soon as January hits and I get a DJ gig, I want to be wearing this Boston Red. I want to be representing. I want this Sinister One jersey for me. So, Shinya Corsa, man, you guys, if you're watching the show and tuning in, please, please, please get a brother an A7FL jersey, Boston Red Claws. Dope. Look at that. That is fire. That's fire. So, look it up. Check it out. 
Also in the sports booth, Celtics cruise past the Rockets. Rockets, Houston Rockets. Jalen Brown comes back from his injury. Celtics take him down 108 to 90. Good game. Glad to see Jalen back. They needed that piece back. Time to time to get going. Christmas is coming up. Good crucial time in the NBA. Again, can't wait. Also in the sports booth, Boston Red Sox are bringing back Alex Cora for 2023 and 2024. Red Sox overachieved this year, almost made it to the World Series, but fell short. And to be honest, nobody even had this team going to the playoffs. So, hey, big ups. Alex Cora coming back for two more seasons. We'll see what happens. I'm pretty excited. They did lose some players, but we'll see because there are going to be some players who want to come here. And I'm, I'm ready to take them on. <laughs> Here we go, people. An NFL analyst from NFL Network, Pete Schrager from Good Morning Football. He called the Patriots the scariest team in the AFC. Pete Schrager, NFL. What have I been saying? Because I know right now after week four, when they took Tampa Bay right to the end of the game and lost, because the friggin' field goal missed and hit the post. Otherwise, the Patriots would have been getting out of here with a win. I've been calling this team the most dangerous team since week four. I seen it. I saw it. Y'all don't forget this no this is November. This is Belichick's way. Right now, I'm going to just tell you how this is all going down. They're the scariest team in the NFL. They've got the best defense right now. The best. They got the number one defense in the NFL right now. All y'all that was on my Facebook page saying the defense sucks. The defense is trash. And I was telling you, no, they're not. Trust me. This defense doesn't suck. This defense isn't trash. Trust and believe me. You're going to see this is going to be a defense. And sure enough, it's right now, it's the number one defense. And Belichick is doing everything like I've always said. Always said. Travis Ponting was with me this Saturday night. He's like, man, the Patriots need to pay you. He's like, you're dead on. Everything you say. Dead on. I was dead on about Mac Jones. I was dead on last year during COVID. Told everybody that this was going to happen. Told everybody that Cam Newton was just a band-aid. Because they knew they had all this extra cap money coming. They was going to get a quarterback. And I had said, you know, at that time, I was I was thinking high. You know? And here we are. AFC East. Patriots. Scariest team in the NFL. The most dangerous team in the NFL. Belichick's got three solid running backs right now. Three. Three solid running backs right now. Going up against the Bills for two games. In this next stretch, the Bills just allowed themselves to lose. Moving on into that one, to the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, my running back in fantasy, put up 50 points. Put up 50 fantasy points against the Bills' defense. That's one running back. One. Bill Belichick, when they go up against when they go up against the Bills in that first game, don't don't be surprised. This is probably going to be one of the most boring games you ever watch because Bill is going to have the running game on point. He's going to he's going to get it going, and then he's not going to give them the whole playbook. He's just going to run the ball. And if they win this game with running the ball, guess what he's going to do? He's going to lure them into a false sense of security, 
And when they play them two weeks later, you know what Bill's going to do to these guys? They're going to stuff the box and keep the Pats from running, which is exactly going to play right into Bill Belichick's hands because the Bills are going to come and say, oh, man, they ran all over us. They won. We got to stuff the box this time. We can't let them run. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to unleash Mac Jones, and he's going to unleash Nikhil Harry because he's got Nikhil Harry back and blocking. Nikhil Harry is one of the best wide receiving blockers that the Patriots have ever seen. And I told everybody, stop sleeping on the kill Harry. This is what's going on with the kill Harry. He's hungry. And it, his time is coming. It, this kid is going to get unleashed and it's going to happen. And I, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm predicting probably the second Bills game is when we may see that pass release if it goes down exactly the way that I'm going. And now the Patriots, they take on the Titans who lost to the Texans. And trust and believe me, Belichick has a tough time with guys from his coaching tree. Brian Flores is giving him a tough time. Bill O'Brien is giving him a tough time. A lot of guys give him a tough time. But the way that this defense is playing right now, Matt Judon is on a whole different level. J.C. Jackson, yo, this defense, Calvin Noy. Come on, man. This this defense, everybody was talking about, oh, you know, the defense last year. Defense, half the defense was out because of COVID. We all knew this. Pay attention. Pay attention. So we got the Titans. Let's see what happens against the Titans. Going to be a good game. They beat the Titans. Man. Woo. They beat the Titans. It's, it's going to be, it's, phew. let's see what happens. It's going to be a good game. Uh, Mac Jones, can he be able to handle pressure playing in the post, though? So, so Mac Jones playing in the post. Look, he played in the biggest national championship game ever. He's calm. He's cool. He's collective. And, and, and like I said, here in New England, the, the reason why the hater nation hates us is because we're blessed. And some of us are spoiled. The fact that we lost a 20-year-plus six Super Bowl champion quarterback and we transitioned for one year under COVID and we're already back at the top of the AFC East is insane. We're spoiled here. People don't realize how spoiled we are. Be happy. There are teams who lose a franchise quarterback and they never see the top of their division ever again. But here we are. We're right back in it. And some people are going to say, well, you only got there because Buff- Buffalo lost. That's why you guys took first place. Win your games. It's like MMA. It's like boxing. Finish your fights. Win your fights. Patriots won their fight Thursday night. Beat the Falcons 25-0. to Bills? Nope. They didn't win their fight. They let the Colts come in there and smack them around and give them that L. Jonathan Taylor. 50 fantasy points, 100-something yards, five touchdowns on the day. Come on now, son. And Rosen, Rosen couldn't do crap because they was blitzing him all all day long. You don't, look, the first time Matt Judon gets in on Rosen and, and he puts that hit on him, and, and here's the thing, people, Matt Judon is playing at a level right now that you got to double team him. Did not teams are coming in against the Patriots. They already know we gotta we gotta put two guys on Matt Judon. We have to. Any team who tries to go man to man with Matt Judon is gonna lose. 
your quarterback is taking that hit and you risk him fumbling the ball and somebody scooping up and taking it. It's not happening, people. Every team that comes in has got to designate two people to cover Matt Judon and know where Matt Judon is. Guess what that does? That 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 means the playing field is not level and opens up somewhere else for someone else to succeed. So pay attention. Keep it up, yo. Keep it up. I think Mac Jones will be able to handle the pleasure the uh the pressure playing in postseason. I think he I think he will. He's learning on the fly right now, and the kid is excelling. Um, I had already said that we need to start maybe talking about this kid rookie of the year nods. And here's my thing. If if the Patriots continue the winning ways, Mac Jones should definitely be in the nods for rookie of the year. And damn well, Bill Belichick best be nominated for coach of the year this year. If the Patriots make the playoffs, Belichick better be in that conversation or I'm, I'm coming to somebody's house. <laughs> I'm coming to somebody's house. LeBron James, one game suspension for clocking Isaiah Stewart. Um, he wasn't happy. No one was happy. But the rumor is now is that he's trying to come out of this and he's trying to find Isaiah Stewart so he can apologize to him and all of this stuff. And he, you know, he's wrong and this is upset. But, but I have exclusive. I have exclusive footage of what happened in the Lakers locker room after LeBron James was ejected. Courtesy of Supreme Dreams, here's what happened after LeBron James was ejected right here on the booth. They want to check me because I let them leak it. They want to check me because I let them leak it. That's what I said. I told you. LeBron got them things done. You said that's an accident, LeBron. Exclusive footage from LeBron James, LA Lakers locker room, courtesy of Supreme Dreams. What's going on, guys? Check those guys out. They put together some funny ass skits. It's good stuff. Also, time to head into the Biden bombshells. Got about a minute left to the show. Uh, White House Communications Chief uh, Emily, um, oh, what's her? I can't remember her name. Emily, ah, her name is 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 crapping me out right now. She stepped down from her position. She's moving over to the labor department. She is moving on. There's a lot of turmoil going on behind the scenes, and I don't know why they use Kamala Harris's picture. This is just again, this is that clickbait BS stuff that I've been talking about. Newsbreak app, shame on you. Another White House staffer departs amid reports of turmoil. It makes you think that Kamala Harris is leaving. She's not leaving at all. Um, it's two different people. This also comes after comms director for vice president, um, Ashley Atine. She left. She's actually leaving in December. 
because of there's you know there's turmoil behind the scenes. Here's what happens, and I hate to say this, this is what happens when you pick a vice president to appease the public and not the best person for the job. I'm just saying, and I'm not lying because I I watch politics, I love politics, and when this whole thing was going down, I said this: the Kamala Harris pick was to was to please the climate in America. That's the only reason why Biden and his team made that pick. She wasn't the best person for the vice presidential job. She wasn't. There were a lot of other people out there who could have fit that spot, but they did that to please the voters, to please people who have no idea what they're voting about and what they're voting for. And this is what happens. Behind the scenes, they're not getting along. Kamala Harris and her people are not happy with being stuck down at the border. They want to do bigger and better things, but right now that's where they've got her stuck. She's not happy. Her people are not happy. People are stepping down, and this is what happens. Again, this is what happens, and I'm not happy with it, and I hate to say this, but you know this is what, what goes on. Oh, going back to sports, Jason Garrett, breaking news. Jason Garrett of the Giants has been fired uh, from the New York Giants. Jason Garrett was the head coach of the Cowboys, then he got hired by the Giants. Giants took a spanking the other night, and he is now Fired. Um, I didn't even get to see who the interim coach is going to be, but let's see what happens. I'm sure Oscar will talk about that in a week or two. Guys, going to get ready to get out of here. It's 8 o'clock. Peter, let's see who we got here. We got uh, a couple of things I got to talk about before we get out of here. Matty C, Sports for You and Me, is coming up tonight. He's got Lionel Bougeon on the show. Good stuff. And if you guys want to check out this stuff here that I got going on, um, I got some... Great things coming up. I've got some people that we need to talk about. Let's see here. Let me pull this up here. Boom. Boom. Let me pull this up here. Here's what we're going to do for you guys so you guys can see this right in your face. Boom. They want to judge me because I left them leaking. They want to judge me because I left them leaking, That's what I'm saying. I told you. LeBron got them things done. You just said there's an accident, LeBron. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't. He hold me. Look at me. Boy, you know I got. Boom. There we go. Uh, all the guys are supporting my beanies, checking my beanies out, supporting my beanies. UFC fighter Peter Barrett is up there. My brother, recording artist Viana Marie. Happy Hour with Lito Kevin Jeffries. Travis Partington, Maddie C. Mr. Melodic, Ty Hunt, DJ Bobby Steeles. All these guys supporting the Sinister One brand for Hoobazoo, the booth, and HatchetRadio.com. Good stuff. I want to thank everybody for supporting my brother. Frank Zanowski's mm-hmm. son, Tyler, my barber, is there. Keeps me mm-hmm. cut. Um, I'm real happy. Also, your boy Sinister One Productions is holding it down. The Sinister One tree is growing. I'm like, I'm kind of becoming like the Belichick of podcasting. Uh, I co-produced She Talks Football podcast with Gina. Been doing that. I'm co-creator of Drafting the Circuits. Also a co-producer helped out Oscar Mike Radio, who won his award for Best Podcast of the Year. From Broken Jarhead, also Happy Out with Lido, Maddie C Sports for You and Me, and Talk Back with Gloria Shea. Her next episode will be December 11th on Saturday at 11.30. Want to make sure to check that out. Also check out her play that she's putting together, Sugar the Play, taking auditions. Um, December 4th will be her first Zoom auditions for all those who are signed up for this play, so you want to make sure to check her out. Also, here's our winner, Dave Haggerty. 
Dave Haggerty won a shirt from listening to this show. He also is in the chat. This week's winner, I'm going to have to go through. I've seen a lot of new faces, a lot of people in the chat. I'm thinking John Hayes might be the guy to edge out. So John Hayes is probably going to have to send me his size. And I can go down and get his shirt along with the winner from last week so I can get these guys their shirts and they can get their pictures to me. This kid from the U.K. said he's going to go around Wembley and all these other places in the U.K. and get some pictures of himself in, in the shirt. So I can't wait to see that one. And um, I got to thank Amber for letting me come out and DJ Operation Hope on the home front. It was a great event. It was good stuff. And, you know, I definitely would do it again. Karaoke kicked. But all you guys out there, her brother Jacob, Got to give him a big shout out for doing some serious karaoke performing alongside Viana Marie. They did Time of My Life from from Dirty Dancing. It was pretty funny. Check it out. It's on my Facebook page and Instagram. Also, coming up this Sunday, 3 to 6, me and Viana Marie will be judges at the It Factor on Sunday um, at Rhino's Lounge, 11 Cooper Street in Waltham. Sunday, November 28th, 3 to 6. So make sure to come on down for this event. Also, the Christmas party, Boom Squad Christmas party, takes place Friday, December 10th. Viana Marie will be performing at that at the VFW in Fall River. $20 at the door. And she's also going to be performing at the third annual Women's Empower Benefit on December 12th, 1.30 to 4.30. This is an online performance with Viana Marie, so you want to make sure to check that out. And that's going to be that's going to be it. That's going to be it. Let me get back in here so I can hang out with you guys before I get out of here. And um, it's Thanksgiving. I'm friggin', I can't wait. I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. And um, I don't know you guys, but I'm ready to eat. <laughs> so um, my thing for you guys is I want to make sure that everybody's safe this Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time. Hopefully the Lions won't get served up on Thanksgiving Day like they normally do. I mean, I get tired of watching the Detroit Lions get served up every Thanksgiving. But again, I've got a couple of nice days off from my regular gig. So I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be on Xbox later tonight. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show. Hanging out with us, 830. Want to make sure you guys check out Maddie C Sports for you and me. And um, we're going to be back here. We're winding down. We've only got a couple of shows left to the year before I take some time off. And um, let me just make sure I got everything. I think that's about it. That's about it. There's nothing really else to mention. Be safe, everybody. I'm probably going to get on the AMA performance for you guys. And then I'm going to let SpongeBob, let SpongeBob take us home. So right here it is, guys. This is the AMAs 2021 from last Sunday night. This is the Battle of Boston featuring New Edition and new kids on the block. And then after this, SpongeBob will take us home. Have a good Thanksgiving. Be safe, people. It's the Battle of Boston. New kids and new addition.
See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, meow. You guys, meow. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, you don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate and y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak assholes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, it's like I'm my own now. I ain't hood, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city Thank you.